You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Pleased to be joined by Mike Wabshaw from the Vikings Entertainment Network and the Viking Team Channel here on TuneIn. Mike, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start with the QB announcement made by head coach Mike Zimmer yesterday. What did you take away from his interaction with the media during the press conference? He did not share a lot of information about why he was sticking with Case Keenum. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I mean, you know, Coach Zimmer is uh, probably wisely uh, one of those coaches who, um, you know, he likes to keep his cards close to his vest. You know, he's he's not going to really divulge much unless he thinks it's going to benefit him down the road or unless he thinks it doesn't matter if he divulges it or not. And and that's probably the right right way to approach it. It's also odd, you know, a quarterback who's 5-2 and two as a starter and is on a five-game winning streak has to be announced as the starter. That's also kind of an odd situation. So, you know, the whole thing is, is just a, a little bit um, odd, I guess, is the right word for it. But, um, you know, I think that – I think Zim came to the conclusion or had known the whole time that Case is the guy who gives his team a best chance to beat the Rams this week. And, you know, we all get to kind of look at the big picture as often as we want and look at the landscape of the NFC and try and project who of the teams with seven wins, which there are five of them in the NFC, is going to be in it to win it down the stretch. But the coaches, they're all about winning the game this week and that's it. And that's what this decision comes down to is what gives the Vikings the best chance to beat the Rams on Sunday. And obviously Zimmer decides that it's, it's Case Keenum who gives his team the best shot. Mike, Nick Ferguson here. When you look at the season so far, we're in week 11. Who you have slated as your top uh, five wide receivers? For the Vikings? No, just overall. Oh, in the league? Man, that's a good question. You know, I think we fall we fall into we fall very easily into just naming all the guys who are always there. Jordy Nelson and Julio Jones and Odell and um, you know, just the guys that we're accustomed to seeing. But I think when you actually look at, at production, you know, you, if, you, if you just put up the stats and don't put a picture next to it, Antonio Brown and Adam Thielen have about the same statistics this season. Yeah, isn't that incredible, so, Mike? It is incredible, and that's, that's, that's how this league works. It's, um, you know, it's a, it's a week-to-week league. It's a year-to-year league um, for sure. Uh, you know, for me, for my money, I think Antonio Brown is about as good a receiver as there is in the league right now. Um, so I, I would put him up in my top five for sure. I would put Julio Jones in my top five. I really think Larry Fitzgerald is still um, running on all cylinders, so I'd have a, I'd have a hard time taking him out. Um, but you know, look at a guy like Adam Thielen. He's got the numbers. But then I look at a guy like Stephon Diggs. He has top five-like ability. Um, you know, but if you're going to ask me to pinpoint, um, you know, as many as I could in the top five, I think you got to start with Antonio Brown. I think you should um, you should include Julio Jones, and um, I think those would be my top two. Now, Odell Beckham Jr. is injured, so I don't think we can include him. But if he's healthy, he's in there. I still have a lot of respect for how Jordy Nelson plays the game. He's always a tough guard for us when we play the Packers, so I'd throw him in there. Um, you know, and I think, you know, a couple of guys from the AFC that I, that I think are tough, you know, I think Michael Crabtree is a really good receiver. I have a lot of respect for, uh, for his game. And I think Demarius Thomas is, um, you know, is probably an example of, 
a receiver who's playing on a team that's struggling at quarterback. But if you gave him a really good quarterback like he had when Peyton Manning was playing for them, you know, I think Demarius Thomas is really good too. Mike, there's a reason why I ask you that. And, and the reason that I ask you that, because we've seen over the course of the season for the Minnesota Vikings, the level of chemistry that has developed between Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. And I wanted you to yeah. set that baseline as far as where you see the top wide receivers and where do those two guys actually fit in in that top five. Yeah, I think it's it's really easy to sort of underrate them, Nick, you know, and but on Sundays they're out there, they're playing. I mean, you ask the Redskins, you ask the Browns, you ask the Packers, you know, they think Adam Thielen's really good and probably a top five guy, you know, I mean, because he's been producing against them. I remember um, when we opened U.S. Bank Stadium last season, uh, Stephon Diggs had a heck of a game against the Green Bay Packers. Stephon Diggs had like 140 yards at Washington last year. So, you know, I think when called upon and when targeted 10, 12 times, I think both Thielen and Diggs have top five ability. I don't think you see it week in and week out because the Vikings have a number of guys on offense that they can lean on based on who they're playing. If they need, um, if they're facing a certain type of coverage, they might lean on Thielen. If they're facing a different type of coverage, it might be more Rudolph. And if they're facing a team with a bunch of really good corners, you know, they can rely on Jarek McKinnon uh, out of the backfield. So I think Case Keenum is just doing a really good job of spreading the ball around. That's helping the offense in general, but it can take away from one guy emerging as the guy. Spotlighting what's working in Minnesota with Mike Wabshaw from the Vikings Entertainment Network and the Vikings team channel here on TuneIn. Mike, what does it say about the quality of this offensive line and the comparative health after all the issues a year ago that even though Dalvin Cook was lost for the rest of the season after his outstanding start to his rookie year, the ground game has still been solid? Yeah. You know, and the Vikings got a goal line rushing touchdown uh, with Latavius Murray in Washington, and that's an area where they really struggled last season. And that, that's why they went out and signed Latavius Murray as a goal line type of back, a short yardage back. And that's why they signed Riley Reef, who's a bit of a, of a road grader as a tackle. And, and same with Mike Remmers, and they drafted Pat Elfline. You said the word health. They're healthy this year. That's a big reason for the improvement. Uh, another reason for the improvement is I think Pat Shermer, our offensive coordinator, and Tony Sperano, the offensive line coach, got together and figured out a hybrid system of zone blocking and, and gap scheme. And they use a little bit of both. And when McKinnon is in, they use a little more of one. And when Murray is in, they use a little more of the other. When they play an odd man front, they go one way. And when they play an even man front, they go the other way. I think they really got a nice thing going right now. And I think they have an offensive line that's athletic, that can get to the second level in the running game, and can get out in space and block little people in the screen game. And I think that athleticism and those fresh faces, like Mike Remmers, Riley Reef, and Pat Offline, is really kind of spurring the improvement with the offensive line. Mike, usually what happens when a team goes on a run and uh, the Vikings seem to be on a run of their own, a lot of the negative things as far as deficiencies are overlooked. When you watch this team, what is it some things that they definitely need to make sure that they shore up before they get to the back end of this uh, 2017 season? Yeah, you know, that's um, that, that's a good question uh, because you're right. When you're on a big winning streak, everyone's talking about how great you are. And, you know, you can you can forget about some, some of the things that you're not great at. So I think you bring up a good point. 
you know, particularly going against the Rams this week, I think the Vikings defense has to be careful on big plays. You know, they do such a good job of running up and tackling and keeping things in front of them. And, um, and, and they have to be careful not to give up the big play because there's nothing worse than dominating an opponent you know what? It happened to the Houston Texans last week when they were playing the Rams. I mean, the Houston Texans defense did a great job in the first half of holding down Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, and that explosive Rams offense. But midway through the third quarter, they give up a 94-yard touchdown to Robert Woods, and the floodgates open. That's what happens with big plays. The Vikings gave up five plays of 25 yards or longer against the Redskins. You cannot do that against the Rams. So the Vikings have to shore that up, not just this week, but going down the stretch. You know, I'd really like to see the defense create more turnovers as well. And I think that turnovers are the product of playing good defense, and eventually they come. So you can't force it, because when you try and force that, I think you can make mistakes. So the Vikings on defense have to remain patient, keep playing good defense, and I think those turnovers will come. Offensively, I still think they got to chip away at the running game and get a little bit better. Case Keenum is so good on play-action passing. I mean, I look at some of the stats after wins, and Case Keenum's passer rating is always north of 100 on play-action passing. But if you can't run the ball for three and a half and four yards of carry, eventually teams are not going to bite on the play-action pass. And I think that would really hurt Case Keenum. So I still want the Vikings to chip away at that running game. Mike, thanks so much for the great information. Enjoy what should be a tremendous game on Sunday. And we look forward to chatting with you next week again here on the NFL on TuneIn. I look forward to it as well. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.